0: You're listening to Podcast Radio with me, Kavita. We are down at the podcast show in London, and joining me now is Rob Greenlee from Lisbon. Am I saying it right? Lisbon?
1: Ellipson. Oh, you know okay. what? It's because... I know, I probably mentioned, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. mentioned that, Because right? you mentioned yeah. Lisbon. Yeah,
0: I messed it up in yeah, my own that's head. That's in Portugal, right? <laughs> I'll start that again.
1: <laughs> okay. I've
0: got Rob Greenlee with me from Libsyn. <laughs> right. What is Libsyn for anybody who doesn't know?
1: Well, we're the first podcast hosting platform to ever exist. So we started back in two thousand four. So, wow. so um, the the founders of the company built all the the tech that's needed to automate the publishing and distribution of podcasts. So. Um, back when I started podcasting in 2004 as well, um, I had to hand code RSS feeds back in those days because there, there wasn't a company like Lipson prior to Lipson. So, um, and, and so, you know, really the company's been a leader in the industry of pushing forward um, the, the medium. And we hosted a, a lot of the early big podcasts. And, I mean, uh, we hosted the Joe Rogan Experience podcast for many years and he left us to go to to go to Spotify, but um, we have been and continue, and, and we host tens of thousands of podcasts, and we're up close to 75, 80,000 shows, and, and we've been acquiring companies um, over the last year, year and a half or so, on the advertising side, on the subscription side, um, trying to build out the services offering for podcasters, and um, now I'm over in, London at the podcast show, which I've been talking to the podcast show team for a couple of years now through the pandemic, and it's exciting to see it actually happen uh, and to be at the kind of level of success that it looks like it's having. Uh, Lots of people here, lots of companies, lots of energy, lots of topics um, around podcasting that uh, has been going on for many years in in the, the U.S. market, but it's exciting to see it happen over here.
0: Have you seen any of the talks or anything this morning here uh, at the podcast show?
1: I, I just did a talk oh, you at, did one? at 10 a.m. on revealing the podcast uh, advertising market. So it was a good good session. Had a ad buyer up on stage and a, and a popular podcaster up there so we could have the, the full spectrum of discussion about the podcast advertising market and how it works. And it was, ver- it was very well attended. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy. I just popped up to a meeting room uh that had a lot of people in it talking about subscriptions and that kind of stuff and it it, it's a fantastic venue it's a it looks like a terrific event and um happy to support it hopefully more next year
0: how has the world of podcast advertising changed since say 2004 up until now and did the pandemic affect it
1: yeah, I mean, it's it's changed a lot over the years. Um, but podcast advertising has always pretty much been with podcasting. Um, I think in the early days, it was seen quite differently than it is now. Um, podcast advertising was seen as almost like, um, like it wasn't as cool to have ads in your show. It was really kind of podcasting started as a medium that was kind of Launched based on over-commercialization of radio, right? So, so in the early days of the medium, it really shied away from advertising per se, uh, and that's what really got it into host endorsements, um, which are a lot more authentic and more real, and and that's um, that's really what built this medium from an economic standpoint is the is the host read, um, but that's starting to change now too as we see a lot of larger companies get involved in the medium and, and uh, more desire of more content creators and as there's more investment put into the medium that there's a desire to generate a return on investment and um, so the, the ad tech market is accelerating and improving so we're seeing more dynamic ad insertion, uh, more premium subscription type offerings which is unlocking the potential of lots of uh, new content uh, and providing a financial benefit to content creators.
0: Yeah, and I suppose the fact is that anybody can start a podcast, you know, from your bedroom, from your living room, and grow it. And suddenly, uh, I've read, like, stories and spoken to people who just started it as a pastime thing, yeah. and it's now their full-time income. Right. And it comes from advertisement, right?
1: Yeah, I can. And subscriptions. Um, yeah. Yeah, and a subscription. But I would say a huge chunk of podcasters, if you're thinking about, the broader market of podcasters um, are not really involved in advertising. Um, they're they're doing it for other reasons. They're doing it because it's a passion or they're doing it to support another brand or product or service or company that they're working for. Um, I've done quite a few kind of branded podcasts myself o- over the years to support the the company I was working for. Um, and, and it works really well to build community and to build almost like a customer support uh, type of position in uh, customers' lives as well. So you can provide deeper information about your company and what you're doing and how you're supporting your creators and offer tips and and in-depth kind of exploration of um, expanding your relationship with uh, your customers. So I think that there's a lot of variety in the use of this medium. Um, not the least of which is, you know, the expansion of fiction content. I heard uh, uh, some s- some presenters in the ra- at the Radio Days Europe event that I was just at um, talking about the next big thing is going to be um, sitcoms in in podcasting. So it'll be oh, interesting wow. to kind of <laughs> kind of see that happen. Uh, that's kind of a blend of reality and fiction, maybe to some degree, but. Uh, it's going to be interesting to, to see if that's the direction that, sp- like a company like Spotify is trying to push, or Wondery, who knows, uh, w- could push in that direction. But we've certainly seen the the expansion of fiction podcasts uh, as being kind of like story fiction um, that's that's been doing quite well in the U.S. And then there's the the long-standing um, true crime genre um, that's that's been very popular for a few years. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And what then is the future for lips and also the future for podcasting in general? Do you think yeah. that it's changing the whole landscape?
1: Yeah, I think it. I think we are in a phase of professionalization of the medium. Uh, I think there's a lot more serious content creators uh, creating, you know, pretty substantial productions um, that need to be economically supported. Uh, so I think that's a, that's a huge direction. I would still like to say that the indie producers still have a have a place in the market, and at least in the U.S., it's pretty substantial still. Um, the definition of what a professional podcaster is, um, or a, a corporate podcaster, however you want to term it, and an indie podcaster is is a little bit blurry. It's getting more blurred all the time because a lot of the larger companies that are offering economic benefit to shows are doing it with shows that are indie podcasts so you know is it is it a label that we get caught up in uh and i do think it's it's a little bit of an issue in the u.s anyway because podcasting started as very much an indie medium in the early days i don't know that it's the indie side of things is is quite as strong in europe and in other places around the world i think that the the public media side has has really has a hold on the culture uh, and a lot of the terrific content that comes like in the UK or in Canada or whatever comes out of the BBC or CBC or those kind of things and that's kind of how the population thinks about uh, podcasts uh, in those markets but more and more I think shows um, are being created by independent producers and companies are starting to form networks. And it's a little bit of a phenomenon that we saw happen in the U.S. like um, maybe a few years ago. Um, so I think that the, the European market is rapidly catching up. Uh, but I, th- I still think it's a couple of years behind. But this show is certainly an example of how fast things are moving forward.
0: Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today, Yeah. Well,
1: thank you so thank much you. for having me. Yeah. Bonjour. This is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast,